You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Support for this podcast comes from UCSF Medical Center. UCSF Medical Center is ranked the number one hospital in California by U.S. News and World Report. UCSF Health, redefining possible. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast. I'm Robbie Earl. I've got my old sparring buddy, Robbie Musto, with me. And we look back at two significant games on a Super Sunday. Musty, mm. I'm going to start at Wembley and Spurs' Wembley woes. <laughs> they put four past Liverpool, mate. Yeah, um, I guess it's a statement victory, 4-1 against Liverpool um, at Wembley with some problems they've had in the past. It seems to have kind of melted away. Um, People are eulogising. I saw you and Rebecca and Carl in the studio eulogising mm. over Spurs and how amazing they were. Um, I'm, I'm, of course, going to give Spurs a ton of credit for what they did today. Um, but it was absolutely gifted to them. It was gifted to them. Um, but you have to take the gift. You have to be ready to take the yeah, gift. Yeah, and they absolutely were. And mm. Harry Kane, again, was, was the outstanding player. But mm. after that, Rob, you know, when you look at the team, nobody else had to be great. And nobody was great. Ericsson was not great. Winks was okay. Delhi was kind of quiet, got his goal. Son was okay. Trippier, Elderald, Sanchez, Vertonghen, Aurier, yeah, decent. Oh, and that told you everything. I think you've been everything. a little bit harsh. I think you've no. been a little bit... This is I'm a not, it doesn't need to be harsh. It's just, it's just no. the reality of an easy game. No, but you're playing a game against Liverpool on a stadium that people kind of have said you, you struggle on it. And I just get this with, with Spurs on the whole, is that people don't like giving Spurs praise for some reason it's a bit like praise with a backhanded compliment well Liverpool gave it you well I don't you know you've got to take it you talk about the Wembley woes we talk about can they the the match management of, of games we talk about the maturity can they get over humps does this team sort of lose out or are they always going to be second I just think we, we've got to sort of ease up and go you know what They've been to Madrid midweek, drew 1-1 with Real Madrid. They could have come into this, this, this game with a whole different attitude. Our, uh, Liverpool sorry, came in with a 7-0 win against Maribor, and I think thought they were playing Maribor again the way they started. Yes, they were poor, but let's, let's just give Pochettino and his men a bit, a bit of a compliment. And the way they started about the game, you have to say the first 10 or 15 minutes, they were electric. The way they set the pace in the game, and yes... Terrible defending by Liverpool. I know we're going to get on to that. But you, they did what was required. They did what was required. But I'll tell you how I saw it. I didn't see them being electric at the start. I saw them, for the most part, sitting back a little bit and saying, OK, OK, Liverpool, yeah, what have you counter. got? Mess it up. Mess it up. And they totally messed it up. I mean, a simple little ball over the top for Lovren that he could have headed. He shouldn't have been in that same situation. Uh, again, a simple ball, another counter-attack that Lovren tries to win the ball. He doesn't. Another simple ball across, another goal, 2-0 up. Um, at that point, Spurs have absolutely got a cigar out. It's very, very easy for them. And they did the job very, very well. Don't Please don't say, and, and, and listeners, please don't think that I'm not giving Spurs credit because they are where they are, uh, absolute for merit. Uh, and, and, the, and what they did today, they did the job really, really well. But it wasn't... 
it wasn't a scintillating Spurs destroyed Liverpool. It was Spurs um, just took their chances and were ruthless and were super efficient and mm. absolutely deserved not, to win four one. But it wasn't it wasn't a day, Rob, it. where they where they stunned. I mean, the scoreline is stunning at four one, but they just they took care of business when Liverpool were all over the place. Were, were, were excellent, Rob Son and, and Kane breaking wide and, and Deli Alley coming in. Even like, like tactically. He sticks Sergio Aurier in, in the left wing-back position. Why? To go up against Mo, Mo Salah, uh, if, he's, if he's on that side, to deal with him, to worry about any threat. So, tactically, again... Well, he did OK. Push. Salah got a goal, but, but Aurier yeah. did OK. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, you, you can see... Well, when you look at, at Pochettino, you, you get an understanding of, of why he does things and, and how, he's, how he's trying to think it through. I th- there's, there's lots of coaches, and, and we'll talk about some of those Ronald Koeman like. Sometimes you're scratching your head. Mm. Why would you do that? What, why is that decision? I mean, I, mean, I just think at, at times we, we've got to give a little bit more credit to, to, to Spurs, Rob. We keep saying, oh, they can't play at Wembley, it's the big pitches and that. OK, mm. they played a not very good Liverpool team, if that's what you're saying. But they mm. scored four goals and dominated the game. At 2-1, when Liverpool got back in it, it could have been a chance for, for Spurs to get nervy. What do they do? Get a third goal, give themselves a comfort, get the fourth, and then they're, they're flying. I, tell you, I mean, what is impressive is that, that they went to Real Madrid mm. at the Bernabe and yeah. played, played great and yeah. looked absolutely comfortable and got a great result. They have a very difficult game at home today mm-hmm. and did a, did a good job again. Yeah. And this is all without Moussa Dembele, uh, Dyer didn't start, and, and Wanyama. So that's where the credit starts to come in for me. You know, Harry Winks is now becoming, looks a really legitimate, Constable. very Constable. good central midfield Constable. player. Delian Eriksson played a little mm. bit of a different role. Son played the top of the little yep. diamond in there. So, of course, of course, um, credit to, to Pochettino. He's doing an amazing thing at this club at the moment. And I want to go on and talk about that a little bit later on, about the state of the club and, and Harry Kane's potential leaving or staying. Um, but yeah, I mean, of what he does with his squad in this game, he absolutely took advantage of Liverpool's woes. Um, but it wasn't, for me, a, a kind of a, a scintillating Spurs. Well, let, let me just go back to, to one more point, because I, I still not, I'm not having it so much. In that mm. Spurs, last season, probably had one of, one of the best defensive records in the league. We know that their balance between their, their fluid counter-attack and, and their solid defensive. They had Vertonghen, yep. they had Alderweireld, and they can stick Dyer in there when they need to. Mm. What does Pochettino do? Go and spend nearly fifty million on Davison Sanchez, and go mm. spend I think thirty million on Serge Aurier to yeah. make them better, to give them more options, different dimensions. So we saw a team today that had one of the best defensive records in, in the league. Go and spend way over, over seventy million dollars to bring two more players in to give them more options and different dimensions. We see a Liverpool team that, that's stacked with attacking talent that we've been saying for two years needs to sort the defence out. They chased Virgil yeah. van Dijk, who I'm still not convinced is a total answer. Uh, mm. They chased Virgil van Dijk, they don't get him, and, and they, they are where they are. I mean, that just tells you in, in, in one aspect the difference of the two coaches. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Spurs is, is, is textbook. It, it's, it's fantastic what they've done. You forgot to mention Fernando Llorente, Rob, as, yeah, a, yeah. as, a, as a perfect, by the way, a perfect guy to have on mm. your bench that's a big-time player, that's played you know, a very good level, that's, that's probably, I'm only saying probably happy to, to kind of play yeah, now and again. Saying, yeah. you know, Harry Kane kind of holding the back of his leg as he walked off. Llorente will start yeah. the next game. Mm. He gets a little bit of a rest uh, Harry yeah, Kane, Lee which he Cook, totally deserved. Yeah. So another signing that was really, really great. Um, and and just just on Harry Kane, and you know this this continued talk about how long can they keep him. Um, 
And I hear it. And of course, there's merit to that. And when Real Madrid and another huge, huge clubs come knocking, it's going to turn any player's head. The only thing I would say, Rob, when you look at all the things today and the manager, mm. and you can you consider this football club over the next couple of years, they're going to have, arguably, the best club stadium in the UK and in Europe, and in Europe as well. I mean, Dortmund, uh, the New Camp, I mean, mm. obviously there's some big stadiums out there. That's going to be great. They've got one-off, if not the best training ground in England. Mm -hmm. They've got a fantastic one-off, the best managers in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. They've got an excellent young team. Mm -hmm. The fans adore Harry Kane. He must be as happy as yeah. he'll ever be, I would he say, playing his football right now. Yeah. Increase revenues with the stadium. You've got ambitious, you've got smart ownership at the football club. Mm -hmm. Why can't Spurs be a, a, a big-time club, and I mean big-time club, mm -hmm. for the next two, three, four, five 10 years with the current plan, the current structure, the new stadium and Harry Kane to be very, very happy to stay winning titles. I get you've got to win. Mm. But but do you know what I mean, Rob? Is, uh, is there more uh, of a case for Spurs for, it, for him to, to want to stay there? Uh, and I think we, we may have touched on this before. I think Spurs have got a two-ish year window with Harry Kane to prove that they can win something. It might be a, a League Cup, an FA Cup or something uh, down, down the road. I think they've got a chance to say... Harry, you don't need to go away to, to, to get your ambitions. You can do it here in London, where you're from, with your family, and he's close with, with his parents, and obviously he's got children. Two things, Rob, are going to test Harry, Harry Keane. One is salary. At some point, he yeah. needs to be paid on par with some of the best players in Europe, if you want to keep him. Absolutely. The second thing is silverware. At some point, Harry Kane in his career is going to be this great player who scores goals continue, wins golden boots, but isn't going to get, isn't going to have the silverware that he's required, and he's going to look elsewhere. So Spurs have a chance, and while they've got him, and while he's on a contract, and while he's he's happy, they have a chance. Sort out his salary, and then they've got to start to think about silverware for him mm. and for for the Deli Ali, Christian Eriksen, the ones who you know, Vertonghen, Alderweireld, people who are looking at and, and know that they're not on big money, they haven't won things yet, and they they'll be coveted by some of the big clubs around Europe. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I just I just thought it was it was. Uh, a really comfortable victory for Spurs, Rob. Mm. And again, please don't think I'm mm -hmm. taking anything away from Spurs, but they didn't have to be at their best to win today. And that's what's damning about Liverpool. Yeah, let's, um, talk, let's go Liverpool. Let's that, go to let's Liverpool. Go Liverpool. Mm. And, and the main reasons why that was the case today is because they made individual errors. A goalkeeper flapped for one mm. cross. He made a mistake uh, for the first or the second goal. I think it was the first goal when Harry Kane um, jumped Clipped around him. him. He didn't time that right. Between Dan Lovren and Lovren... You know, you, you feel sorry for him a little bit today because it was that much of a a, a nightmare, that much of a you're not you, you're not near the level required for the Premier League, let alone Liverpool Football Club, and Mignolet, who didn't have a very good day. Between We've been those saying two that players, for a while, Rob. We've been saying that for oh, a while. Yeah, so, so yeah. why why no idea? Why is the manager not doing anything about it? Why? why listen, we've seen Dayan Lovren working under Mauricio Pochettino, and he looks a decent player. So is he not getting the work? Is he not getting the discipline? Is he not getting the, the, the rhythms and the rigour that's required in a back four? If Pochettino took Lovren to, to Tottenham, would he still be that same player making those mistakes? I don't think so. Well, I don't know, Rob. I just think, you know, at this higher level, Liverpool's a higher level than, than Southampton. And, and, and who knows at Spurs... Um, but but whether he's getting found out, whether he's I know he's had back injuries and he hasn't been able to train too much, but but where he is right now, 
I mean, he shouldn't be in the first team. Well, um, he can't be, can he? And the problem is, Rob, when, when you drag him off tactically after 30 minutes in a big game where he's getting run ragged, hmm. I start thinking, where do you go from there? What do you, when, when do you get him back in? When do you, what, you, he only plays against bottom-half teams. He can't play in the big games. It just sits, it just sits his backside on the bench, Rob. I mean, that's, that's obvious, isn't it? I mean, if he's not playing well, he's got to get him out. I mean, uh, you've got Clavan there that, that hasn't Gomez done well as well. There, I mean, Joe Gomez is your answer for me. Joe Gomez is your answer. Get him a, get him a little run of games now alongside Joe Matip. Uh, Centre-backs. Um, I, I actually, and, and going on to that sub, I, I actually didn't like what Klopp did with that. And I know that he, it, it was a lot of changes, Rob, at that yeah, time. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're taking Chan, yeah, who hasn't been a fullback for a long mm. time, to right back. You then bring in Coutinho from a left forward position, midfield. which I think is his best, mm. back into midfield. You're playing, uh, I mean, Oxley looked okay yeah. at left wing. Um, I, I, I'm surprised he didn't play Ox, um, Alex Arnold. Um, at right back and then everything else stays the Gomez. same and then mm. you re-evaluate re and you kind of make changes and, and change midfield bring on Ox later on so I didn't like that change um, too many too many kind of player swiping positions um, on, a, on a day that, that was a struggle I mean Chan made a, got caught out for the third mm. goal I think it was where he lunged in and, and, and created a foul just a just a it, it, between two players the game was impossible for Liverpool to win between Lovren and Mignolet. When you go two 0 down so quickly, at Spurs that are very strong defensively, Rob, you kind of you kind of done your done your day straight away. I, I just think though, Rob, as, as well, that there's there's not the same. There's there's a great drive and enthusiasm and speed and spark about Liverpool's attack. The same doesn't happen about defence, and I know defending is not as as pretty and not as, as seen. Uh, is useful, but the teams that win have to have a better sense of danger, and I just don't see this Liverpool back four having that. And so, that, that, that is it down to coaching, Rob, organisation, yeah, or is it correct. individuals? I think it's a bit of both. I got to be honest. But what's I think it more? A... What's it more of? I think it's more of individuals. I think mm. Lovren is an absolute liability. Well, I think every time we watch him, we analyse yeah. the goals against. We put, we do an analysis on on Lovren because he's made massive errors. The goalkeeper, it, it, it's not good enough. I've been it, saying for what, from, yeah, from, from time. Yeah. Eventually, you got to you got to yeah. make big decisions and get him out. Because we keep on having this. Then Liverpool will go on a, a run of games and we'll see them play well and that. And then we'll have another couple of games where the defence goes mm. missing and, and it all goes, goes pear-shaped. And, and that's who they are at the moment, Rob. They're, they're not looking like they've, they've got consistency again to, to be fighting for titles. They might they've, have been in top four. They've had one win in the last six in the Premier mm. League. They're now ninth in the Premier League yeah. table behind Burnley, Newcastle and Watford. Correct. And, you know, I, I'm... I really like Jurgen Klopp, and I really like lots to admire. Lots to admire about him. Mm. Um, how long before you know where we're going really with this? Yeah, yeah, before before we, the pressure starts to go, well, maybe he's two years in. Let, 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 and, and I just went somewhere in, in the show, the uh, goals on show we had. Pochettino's been at, at, at Spurs just twelve months more than Jurgen Klopp's been been at Liverpool. When that's a long time in football. That's uh, a long time in football. Well, so we, so what we're saying that this time next year, Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool should be where Spurs are. I don't see it, Rob. And and let me let me give you some examples of where I've seen you, uh, Pochettino go into a Tottenham team where he had Sigurdsson wasn't for him, got rid of him. He had Polino wasn't for him, got rid of him. He had Adibayor, he had Soldado, 
He had Andros Townsend falling out with his fitness guy. Out mm. you go. Oh, did so, an amazing job. I know yeah, he did. So he, he, he then gets in your Harry Kane's. We see Eric Dyer's. We see uh, Deli Ali's coming into the team. Christian Eriksen becomes... So this, this guy, at some point, like the Lovren situation, goes into his football club and goes, OK, I've seen him. Now, that's it. Out you go. I'm, I'm bringing in better and I'm bringing in the players I want. Jurgen Klopp's got to do the same thing. In the next 12 months with this Liverpool team, to, to be on track. If we're still having these conversations at the start of, uh, of next season, Rob, then you've got to start asking questions about Jurgen Klopp and where he's going with, with this development of the football club. Yeah, Mamadou Sako was one player that yeah. he got rid of. Um, that, that strangely I'd have enough, Sako before yeah, Lovren, by I the would way. Absolutely, so would I. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, but yeah, may, maybe... You know, maybe he's too loyal to his current squad. Maybe he feels he can improve players in that squad enough for them to, to, to reach the very top, where Pochettino went into Spurs and said, I don't care who, what your name is. Uh, I remember he played Bentelab, didn't he? He played Bentelab a lot yeah. in midfield instead yeah. of Paulinho and other midfield players. Mm. And he didn't care about it. I want to make a change. I believe in the young players coming through. And just, you know, with Gomez and with, I guess Alexander-Arnold has played a lot, but does he have the same trust on some of the, some of the younger players? Gruich we don't see very often. Um, and he's sticking with Lovren, and he's had Milner at fullback last season. Yeah, maybe that's a point, Rob, where he's mm. not quite as ruthless, not quite yeah. as as sharp on making some tough decisions and reshaping the, the team to be much better throughout. Just want to throw forward to, to next week. We've got we've got a great game on on Saturday at Old Trafford, Manchester United v Spurs, both sitting yeah, in, in joint that's second place. I mean. Could there be two more contrasts in the way managers go about the business and the way they do their teams? It's just going to be fascinating. It's just going to be absolutely fascinating. I mean, you know, with Mourinho, with United, you know, his approach. It's Old Trafford, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's Old Trafford, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, is he going to come out at Spurs? Mm. Is he going to be more coy and let Spurs have the ball? It's going to be fascinating. And that, and that is a brilliant test. And we're going to learn yeah. next time we chat, you know, with our football show next Saturday, um, we will learn so much more about Spurs. About both clubs. Well, Spurs in particular. You, you've got to think, Rob, Madrid. I think they've got, got uh, a League Cup coming up, haven't they, West Ham. Mm. Then they've got Manchester United. Then they've got Madrid again. I mean, that finds you out. We'll, we'll know a lot more, as you say. Going up to Old Trafford, I just think the Spurs team might just fancy themselves up there. But as yeah. you say, great one to look forward to next weekend, 7.30am on NBC, NBCSN. Right, let's move to Everton, Robbie Musto, because yeah. this Ronald Koeman thing is not going away. On a day when you need your team to, to put in a performance for you, to, to do something, they concede five goals. Now, I know these circumstances, they get a man sent off. Mm. At half-time, he makes a change with Ashley Williams. We're yet to find out whether that was tactical or injury. It was tactical. I saw um, I saw okay. another interview. Did, he did two or three interviews. I yeah. saw a different one, Rob, um, through wow. the BBC. That's and he that. basically thought, and I, and I actually, I actually wasn't that far away from him. He thought that Alexis was 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 running him ragged, even in the first yeah. half with the three at the back, and he wanted to make a change to the four. Obviously, the the game went away from away him. From yeah. But I I think you know sometimes as a manager you've got to make big calls, and I know it's one one. Um, but he didn't like the way it was going. And I, I think if that, even if they would have played with a three at the back or five at the back in the second half, Rob, I think Arsenal would have gone on and won the game because they just looked so much more threatening in mm. the first half, even though 
it was kind of even and, yeah. and Everton. I mean, it's just amazing contrast, Rob. When you think about it, I look at the end of the first half. There was good encouragement. There was mm. a good performance. Yeah, in Everton, it was, it was and the fans. Yeah, good, we were into you know, it. We're like, this is better. Yeah, this is yeah. more like Everton. And the and the difference at the the final whistle compared to the the, the mm. final whistle at half time was, yeah, was incredible. Forty-five minutes. Incredible. Um, and just just. You know, they're in an absolute mess. They're yeah, in an absolute yeah. mess. And, and he, bless the manager, he's trying everything he mm. can with different people, different systems, formations, Rooney, Sigerson behind but Calvert Lewin this time. Is he getting a bit desperate, though, Rob? He's does get, it, does yes, it feel a bit desperate? Like he's chucking things on and seeing what sticks and what doesn't work. I mean, I get your point with, 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 the, with the Ashley Williams, let's say. But if you believe, you're, if your plan playing Arsenal is it, it's a back three suits better against the way that Arsenal played, and you've probably done some work on that during the week, would you not think that that's, you know, you're not wedded to it, but, but that's, just, you know, at 1-1, maybe change Williams for somebody else? Yeah, it's, that's an argument. Of course that's an argument. But as, and as I know a manager, he's been wise we, after the event. I know, which we, is, ask which is him easy. To be, we ask him to be proactive yeah, don't we, and, yeah. and make changes before things happen. And he tried to do that today. It didn't work out. Mm. I mean, I just the, the more damning thing, Rob, is it, did you see, I think it was the end of the game where he's almost pleading to the fourth official, don't, don't let us play five yeah, more minutes yeah, of, of added yeah. time. To, yeah. And I thought, I thought at times he looked lost, mm. kind of empty, uh, down and out, I think I tweeted out. It, yeah. it, it really did look pretty dire when you saw the shots of Mashiri and, and um, yeah. Kemite in the stadium there. Um, I would say this, though, Rob, just in the bigger picture and firing the guy. I, I, <laughs> you fired two guys, by the way. You yeah, fired no, two I, managers I, 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 as well <laughs> this weekend. Ruthless Earl. Celebrity apprentice. I'll be the new guy. <laughs> you fired Fire two managers. Out you go. <laughs> Um, I mean, Rebecca doesn't have, does she? Because she'll, no, she'll put she you under pressure yeah. in about three seconds should yeah. he be fired. Anyway, um, I just, I always, when when times look so desperate, okay, mm. uh, I always sort of write, okay, this is looks looks really bad, yeah. as if like he could absolutely get fired. Mm. And then I get the fixture list out and I have a little look and I, yeah. and, I and I want to give him, Lester as with most managers, Watford right, Palace. I want to give him a chance, Robbie Earl, to get out of it. And I know it looks lost and I know they've mm. been desperate but please, please be sure when you're going to fire a manager. Please mm. be sure about it. And Ronald Koeman, let's not forget, and it's easy to forget when you see the recent performances, he's done some good work before this. Yeah. He's an experienced guy. He did he's, some good he's work a, he's, at Evan. He's a classy guy. Let's give him another, what we got, two or three games and mm. see if things can I think, look I think better. the problem with that, Rob, is, and, and I don't disagree, because actually in, in the match of the day that, that we recorded did after, you, I, I right, said, you, you know, I, I sort of said, you know what, I think he, he'll be given the chance and should be given the chance right. to, 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 to the next three games. Yeah. But, but the worry with the next three games, I assume as an owner is, they're games you, want, you, you almost need to win to get a bit of breathing space and that. If you don't get those results in those games, you're really in it then and Why you then you bring be, somebody else. But uh, you've got a long well, time then, Rob. Yeah, but got Southampton, you, you, West Ham and, and Huddersfield you, after that. Having, so it's, it's back the guy, having bought the guy in, having backed the guy with the money, you almost, I'm saying, let him coach himself into a job or let him coach himself out of a job because he'll do one or the other. Mm. Now, the big question for me, Rob, and... and, and I said to, to Rebecca, I'd love to be on the, the WhatsApp group text that goes around the Edmonton boys because you know what it's like. There's certain things done and said in the dressing room and then you, when you get away from it, mm. people talk a little bit different. Just the, the feeling of the players and, and there seems to be, and again, it's stuff that's out there and we know when, ne- when results aren't going well, negative press comes out, about his relationship with the players and at times he's distancing himself. It's a bit of they and them and not us. And, and I just wonder... What the what the real feel? What the real 
drive in that dressing room is, is it really 100% behind Ronald Koeman? Because that's what he needs. And anything short of that in, in games, I don't care who you're playing, could cause him a problem. But Michael Keane did come yeah, out. Yeah, he did and, come out. And was Absolutely. pretty, pretty strong. Williams did it in, in midweek as well. Good. So we Good. can only take what what we know. But listen, Rob, we've, I've also been in a situation where I've come out and said things. Yeah, of course we want about the manager in that. Privately, there's been different conversations or, you know, people aren't so sure. So... I think it's one of those situations where performances will do a lot more than anything that's said in post-match interviews. The players are going to have to put out now and show that they, they desperately want do, him do to not, stay. I always think, Rob, when things are really bad um, in terms of team performance, mm. again, you can look at a load, a myriad of different reasons yeah. why they're not playing well. Do you know what? I, I, and Ghana got sent off today. Yeah. Um, but other than Idrissa Ghana, who else in that Everton team, mm. you know, particularly around the midfield area, is is going to fight like yeah. physically? I thought Vlasic like, didn't do a bad job. Yeah, Vlasic is a winger, isn't he? Yeah, Vlasic's but in fans, Sigurdsson's he... not that guy. No, Rune's not. a forward. The, the, the balance doesn't quite seem. Yeah, right. there's not enough. Was, I don't think there's yeah. enough warriors. I think there's enough warriors. He had, in the team. he had so much ground to cover, Garner. At times, you're right. worrying. That's why I wonder whether Davies should have gone in there anyway. As a body who gets around, thing who gives energy, he doesn't. Is it a worry? He puts his foot in and does it with energy and a little bit of verb. But listen, they're in serious trouble. They need a couple of results to get the manager out of that trouble and to mm. keep his job. It's a, it's a tough week for a number of managers, mm. Slavin Bilic and Ronald Koeman and the like. Let's talk about Arsenal because um, they, got, they got the job done. Got their the five goals away from home. First time, Ozil, Alexis and Lacazette. We're, we're in the team. Finally, yeah, finally. Yeah, and, and it looked quite good at times, didn't it? Some of their football w- w- was good, I thought. L- listen, uh, they've got so so many good players. And when you see them playing like mm. this with the link-up play for yeah. two of the goals from Arsenal, it was the three players linking, yeah. combining, like one-to-one mm. to another one to another one goal. That happened twice. It's so, it's so obvious that this front three could be really great, yeah. really great. And, and every time, you know, we'll have one week, Rob, where there's an awful performance and mm. we kind of unload an Arsene Wenger. And it's not because the team is awful. It's because of the frustrations that there's a yeah, really great side in, in there. there. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. I had Arsenal um, in the top four this year. And I've said this many times on our radio show and our mm. pods, just based on the squad. Yeah. And it's absolutely, and I and I, and I would argue with anybody, that this is a top four this it's season. Stacked, this is yeah. a top four yeah, squad. Stacked. If they don't finish there, Rob, it's so damning on Arsene Wenger. People can win the title with that squad, Rob. Absolutely. People can win the title with that squad. The, the depth they've got, the, they could almost put two teams out in, in, into the, um, in the Premier League and still do okay. Just, just, I mean, just the front three were, were, were incredibly lively. Some of the football is magnificent. Ozil, yeah. I know he frustrates me. Yeah, he's frustrated yeah. me forever. But he's a player. Mm. He's a player. And Alexis, if he's going to you know, have his attitude on like it was today with, with the striker and Lacazette, they, they can do great things. It's just, um, actually, it's more amazing to me that they, they, they don't, kind of they are not in the top one or two in the table because of other things mental softness etc that we've all everybody's talked about and that's an obvious criticism mm. but my goodness it's a criticism it's, it's a fault that should be remedied it's not it's not hard to, to balance up the team with a little bit of steel and some mentality no and, and as you say when, when they get in the groove they, they just look at an absolute dream you know some of the combination play and the intricate one twos around the box the problem Rob and just as we close on, on yeah. Arsenal is going to be as we get to January 
Mesut Ozil and Alexis Sanchez yeah. are free to talk to other people and all that starts again. And then where the heads get sort of turned and where the players sort of lose a little bit of their focus and it, that, that can only have a negative effect on the football club. Yeah, it's been a problem that's been hanging over the, for the club for 18 months, mm. two years, isn't it? Because when there's two years l- left on somebody's contract, your best players, you, you, the alarm bells are starting to ring. OK, come on, we need yeah. you to sign longer. And that has not been the case for whatever reason. So, yeah, I mean, I can, we can watch them play today, Rob, and we can think, wow, this is a really great team, some lovely football, some brilliant goals. But you're right another couple of months and mm. things are going to start wandering again to who's going to go and are we going to take money for us and Alexis because they're going to go for freeze in the summer. Uh, it's a shame. It's such a shame. Um, I, I, it's just, it goes back to the decision of the ownership of the football club to mm. allow Arsene Wenger to sign a two-year con- contract because everything is kind of the same, even though I would argue that they're better because they've got... Um, Kalasinac at left-back, who's really good. Lacazette, who's a proven scorer. They're better, mm. but yet... The, with manager and these contract issues, it, I fear that the club aren't going to move forward and still going to struggle for top four and keeping hold of their best player. Such a shame. Yep, it's a shame. But we'll have to finish with saying happy birthday to the great Arsene Wenger. It was his birthday today. Bless him. Happy so birthday, let's, let's Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger, let's hope you finish with a title at the end of the season. So you've heard from us, but we want to hear from you, our listeners. First, we'd love you to rate and review our podcast by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like, where you can improve, and also tell us which team you support and why. And let us know, and we'll read out the best two or three responses on our next podcast. So, on a Super Sunday, when the two London teams beat the Merseyside teams nine goals to three, Arsenal winning 5-2, Spurs winning 4-1, I'm Earl, he's Musto. Together with the Two Robbies, thanks for listening, and bye for now. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.